Hey there, this is David Fitzgerald, the author of Jesus Mything in Action, and you're listening to The Canadian Atheist. A quote from Kurt Wise, who is an American geologist. He studied geology at Harvard, no less, under Stephen Jay Gould, no less. And he was set for a, a good career as an academic geologist, which all his life he had desperately wanted. The problem was, it came from within, it was his religious upbringing, his firewall of faith. And he couldn't reconcile the two, his scientific education with his religion. And he literally got a pair of scissors and went right through the Bible and cut out every verse that would have to go if he accepted his scientific education. And in the end, he decided there was nothing left of his Bible. He therefore tossed out science and said, and from then on, he said, um, with that in great sorrow, I tossed into the fire all my dreams and hopes in science. And he goes on, I am a young age creationist because that is my understanding of the scripture. As I shared with my professors years ago when I was in college, if all the evidence in the universe turns against creationism, I would be the first to admit it, but I would still be a creationist because that is what the word of God seems to indicate. Here I must stand. If religion can do that to a highly educated Harvard geologist, just think what it can do to an average school child or student. Thank you. Welcome to The Canadian Atheist, a podcast about news, current events, and commentary on all things atheism from a Canadian perspective. Now, if this podcast carries the explicit tag, and wears it like a motherfucking badge of honor? So, if you get offended, you might want to switch off. The CA records each week live from Apostasy Studios. Why not join in the discussion? Find us on Facebook, email us at theca at rogers.com, or follow us on the old Twitter machine at the underscore CA underscore podcast. If we're amused or tweaked by your stuff, we just might even use it on the show. And now, here are Michael and Dean. All right, here we go. Welcome to CA. Today is Tuesday, February 19th, 2019. I am Michael. I am Dean. And this is episode number... 79. 79. Still going. They keep creeping up. Exactly. We're going to be we're going to be hitting our 2-year anniversary in like 3 weeks. I don't even remember when we started. Uh, March 2 years ago. Uh, yeah, so like March 2 years ago was our start date. That would make sense. Ish. It was like March the 5th or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, and we did we did a few episodes. Uh, it was like three or four, and then I went to Mexico for the first time. Mm. Marissa McCool was the first guest we had. Yes. And then that was that was on March the 30th, because the next day we got, our, we got our asses on a plane. Oh, cool. That's right. You know what I watched this, uh, this past weekend? What'd you watch? Um, be, oh, is it Behind or Beyond? I think it's Behind the Curve. What's that about? I never heard of it. It's on Netflix. It's the Flat Earther Movement uh, documentary. Oh, God. <laughs> so it was nine minutes long, right? No, it's, the Earth it's an hour and a half. Flat. It's an hour and a half, and it's uh, it's about Matt Sargent, who is the big push uh, for this. He actually has somebody that, um, like an old friend of his, who was actually the the initial push, but he didn't want to 
like get really famous and big on the internet. Okay. So now he is like a big enemy of Matt Sargent saying how he's a liar and he's not the flat the earth is flat, but not the way he says it is and all this kind of stupid yeah. crap. It's a different kind of flat. Yeah, so uh it's 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 actually funny because the flat earth movement was pushing it as a look look, we have a documentary that it's growing and people are getting on board and stuff like that. But the way it's filmed, it's kinda underhandedly saying these guys are idiots. <laughs> they don't uh, really know how things are going yeah. Yeah, so yeah, they are. So it's uh, it's 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 surprising to me that that people are actually that dumb. They, they well, they're they're grabbing onto these things. Like we figured this out. Yep. Like a thousand years ago, somebody figured out the circumference yeah, of the I, earth. I for, I don't know who it was, but yeah, somebody figured. Hey, you know who's famous on the internet? We we are. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay, so, hey, so you watched that. We watched a fuck ton of movies on the weekend. Getting ready for the Oscars. Yeah, so... I haven't seen any of the Oscar-nominated movies. Yeah, okay, so we saw Black Panther in the theaters. That that was the, that yeah, was that the was first great. one that we actually saw. And we, we saw that before, of course, before it was nominated. Yeah, I've seen that. that a thousand times because my kids love it. Yeah. Um, the, you know what the hard part is? What? Is that every time I see it, though, all I, well, one of the first things I think of is, is Forrest Gump. I'm sorry I ruined your Black Panther party. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so hard because it's so hard, but I can't get it out of my head. It just keeps creeping in. It just, I'm a horrible person, but it just keeps creeping in. Um, but uh, so Saturday night, Saturday, mm-hmm. Saturday night, we watched Black Klansman. Mm. Holy fucking shit, is it good? What's, Holy shit, is it good? What is that about? Um, uh, Ron Stallworth, a, the first black police officer in yeah. Colorado Springs okay. joins the KKK. What? Exactly. But there's a twist. <laughs> so he's black. And so basically he, uh, he's petitioning to become a police officer, he becomes a police officer. And then one of the, basically one of the lieutenants or something, you know, it's like, uh, against, against my better judgment, uh, we're moving you into intelligence. So he's moving to intelligence. His first day, he's flipping through the newspaper and he sees this thing for the Klan rally. So he picks up the phone and calls the number <laughs> And leaves a message. They call him right back, and he's like, uh, "Yeah, this is uh, Ron Stallworth. Uh, I mean, I really hate black people." Of course, he doesn't say black people. He says uh, much more offensive. Yeah. He says, "I really hate black people." I blah blah blah. Goes to this this whole spiel, and then, and uh, after a couple of conversations, he'd really like to meet. And then he's like, "Shit, I'm black." <laughs> so, one of his I don't want to say too much because if for those of you who haven't seen it, uh, hey everybody, by the way. Um, a white, a white colleague of his, another officer, another detective, goes out to play his, like his his identity on the street uh, oh, as Ron Stallworth and everything. But he ends up with a membership card with his name <laughs> saying member of the White Knights of the Ku Klux Klan. Very very funny shit, and it's based on a true story. Wow, fucked up, but it's so good. Yeah. Uh, then we went to the theaters and saw Isn't It Romantic, kind of cheese ball kind of thing, but it was it was funny. And then we watched Boy Erased. Oh, right. That was, uh, that's the uh, conversion therapy yeah, thing? Yeah, that's the one. So, okay, so the, so here's something that actually ties into what we talk about. Um, so Boy Erased is about uh, a young teenage boy who's the son of a pastor in some place, some religious Bible belt town, America. And mom's super religious and all that other stuff. And he, they send him to gay conversion therapy 
Pray the gateway. This story, and it's also based on a true story. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I heard that. Made me so fucking mad. Um, Black Klansman also made me mad, but this one was just like, yeah. When Boy fucking... Race came out, and Meredith and I were thinking of going to see a movie, and I said Boy Race is out, and, he, and I said I want to see it, but I think it's just gonna make me angry. Yeah, and it did. It made me fucking mad. Yeah, it made me fucking mad. Um, and then last night we watched Bohemian Rhapsody. How is that? So good. Really? So good. Because I was downloading movies and it came up as you know something, so but I didn't. Good. I didn't. I didn't know because I heard. I heard. I heard uh, conflicting. So good. <laughs> okay. Just watch it. All right. Just watch it. And the 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 main character really looks like. Uh, yeah, and like the way yeah, so good. Okay. Just an amazing movie. Excellent betrayal. Uh, betrayal. <laughs> excellent betrayal. Uh, excellent uh, paging Doctor Freud. Um, Excellent portrayal. Uh, really, really super well done. So, yeah. Uh, we got a fuck ton of shit to get to. But but there's a few things before we jump into the, the news. Um, I got a couple of funny stories and I couldn't find decent audio. Well, it was a combination of not finding decent audio and then not finding time to find clip and edit decent audio. Mm-hmm. So, I blame my life. Which is oddly enough getting busier. Really? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'm still not doing my job. Yeah. I'm doing a job, but not my job. Yeah. Where I sit with my thumb firmly inserted up my ass <laughs> uh, for a number of hours every day and uh, get paid an exorbitant amount of money to do so. So, but yeah. But uh, anyway, busy, busy, busy times for... Busy times. Your thumb's all like totally brown. Yeah, and bent a little. It's it's And it hurts sometimes. Um, okay. But... Uh, okay, the first thing I want to talk about is all the metric fuck ton of Democrats that are running in the U.S. Yes, yes, it's like the 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 Republican uh, Party was yeah. before yeah in sixteen yeah I'm scared I'm scared that it's going to get too diluted and Trump's going to sail fucking fucking well Bernie's through. running again and I don't know how I feel about that he's eight thousand years old yeah. And he's well, just another old white guy. And I'm, it de- I'm well, really scared. I mean, come on. Okay, he's not... Okay, that's okay. That's a little bit of a mischaracterization. But he's, an, but he's another old white guy. And the millisecond he says, Democratic Socialist, people are going to lose their fucking minds. Well, yeah. I mean, but uh, AOC, whatever the people are calling her, um, that uh, Alexandria... Uh, uh, Cortez. Yep. Yeah. How is it... Uh, Ocasio Cortez or something Ocasio, like that. Ocasio. Yeah. Um, she's also pushing the same type of theories, the same type of you know we got to pay for this, we, and, we yeah. can, and we can pay for it by not pay by not putting money into other things. Yeah. Um, and and she's she's got you know quite the following. The millennials are getting behind her. Yeah, I just worry about it. But there's so many like you know Klobuchar and Beto. And I mean, a lot of them will fall away, um, yeah. the same way they did in, uh, Republicans, uh, in 2016, um, they'll, they'll fall away. Like some of them like start and, 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 and then just fall away almost immediately. And then the, the, the CEO of, uh, Starbucks. Yeah. Fuck him. I mean, somebody, he was actually sitting down and somebody yelled out, it's like, don't help Trump get elected. Yeah, yeah, that's one thing, yeah. You arrogant yeah. millionaire asshole. <laughs> Speaking of Trump, nothing says national emergency. Mm. Like, hurry up, I need to go play golf. Yeah. 
Well, <laughs> when he says there's a national emergency, I need money for the wall. I didn't have to do this. Yeah. I just wanted to do it faster. Yeah. Yeah, that's a real emergency there. Yeah, apparently there's like 14 states are suing him. Yeah, and like they started just... building the wall right through a butterfly conservatory. Yeah. And thanks. Yeah, it's going to be very, very interesting. Um, I don't know what's going to happen, but it's going to be interesting. Um, he's such a... Uh, he's just a he's just it, a the whole thing the whole dickhead. thing that I hate is that he's asking for hundreds of millions trillions of dollars whatever it is to say I hate Mexicans yeah that's all it is yeah and because you just, you just said it in in three words because <laughs> nothing though like everything that he's saying the wall is gonna do isn't it, it yep. isn't gonna do all of the all of the border agencies have said. Only a minuscule amount come across the border this way. 99 or, or not 99. I'm exaggerating there. But a very high percentage come through legal ports of entry. That just yeah. it sneaks through. It gets through. And most of the people, most of the illegals that are in America are visa overstays. Yeah. Yeah. Who they came, came in legally. They came in legally and they're just staying too long. And now we're fucking the dog. And yeah. So that, that, does, got, that does need to be done. A wall isn't going to do nothing. You're right. All it is is a huge... Donald Trump symbol that says I hate Mexicans. And he's gotta slap his name all over it. And it's it's like a it's like a dick measuring contest. Yeah. It's which is suitable because he's a dick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of dicks, Chad's back at it. <laughs> I did that while Dean was taking Don't a drink. Don't make me spit my drink in. Um so I had we I hadn't heard from him on Twitter for a long time. Yeah. And then I'm shit posting all over Answers in Genesis stuff, right? Because they're yeah. just they're they're hysterical. And so I'm shit posting all over stuff that they say, and then he chimes in. I'm like, hey, fuckhead, because <laughs> he's like, he, I I lost all respect for him. Like some of the shit that he says, so he fuck him. And so it's just been it's been really funny because we've been going back and forth. But now some a couple of other guys have chimed in, mm-hmm. and I think one of them is like fucking name of God or some shit, like just ridiculousness. And he's like, you have to prove blah, 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 blah. So, so here's, okay, I can make a little bit of a, uh, not announcement, I don't know if it's an announcement, but I have had a change in position. Hmm. I've had a change in belief position. I was wondering what that cross on the wall was for. Yeah, well, there you go. That's <laughs> <laughs> right. Satan, get out. Uh, no, I've had a little bit of a change in position. I am, I, for, for a long time, and and I, I have I, I have Steve McRae to blame for this. Mm. Well, again, no, not necessarily to not necessarily just Steve McRae, but also Aaron Raw. Isn't Steve the one who said that uh, you have you have a atheists burden have proof? a burden of proof? Yeah. That's right. And so I was thinking about it, and I've I've gone through it, and then I was also thinking about I've I've re-listened to um, foundational falsehoods of creationism mm-hmm. now like three times in the past three weeks, listening to it over and over and over again listening to it, listening to the arguments and everything else like that and doing a lot of, a lot more reading both from a little bit, both from the philosophical perspective and also from the, the kind of like, uh, kind of like hard, what some would call anti-theist mm. perspective. And I am getting closer. So it's not a, it's not a solid firm change, but I'm, I'm inching towards, I'm inching towards the place where when someone asks me, that I am getting closer and closer to be able to say, I believe no gods exist. Like, I firmly believe oh, you're, you're, that no gods you're exist. You're making the assertion yes, that no gods that exist. That no gods exist. But then you have to 
Then That's the right. Burden of proof falls on you. That's right. To and prove that no gods exist, and you can't. So this, so this falls on, so this falls on uh, into something that that Arne has said, and something that uh, he writes a lot about in Foundational Falsehoods, and that is when you look at, and and I found I found the whole thing very interesting, because he talks about you know what is you know what is proof, mm-hmm. you know, and what he he defines proof as an overwhelm from like from a legal perspective an overwhelming preponderance of evidence. Yes. What is evidence? Evidence is. Uh, objectively verifiable data mm-hmm. that can count as a, so a piece of data that can be objectively verified and this counts as evidence towards a proposition yeah well we have lots of that like you know so and and right now right now it has it's finally honed in yeah. on the biblical god because i can't t- i i don't know enough to talk about allah or vishnu or any of these other gods but when it comes to the christian god when it comes to the god of the bible mm-hmm. When, and Arn talks about this, and this is going to be like, a, you know, an homage to, to Arn a little bit. But when he talks about the biblical God, one of the things that he says, he says, every single thing that the Bible says in relation to earth and the cosmos is demonstrably false. Mm-hmm. Nothing it says is right. And we can prove that everything it says is wrong. Yeah. There is no firmament. It doesn't sit on four pillars. You know, all of these things. We know these things are correct. Yeah. You know, cosmic microwave background radiation, which can be confirmed. We're not talking about thousands of years. We're talking about thousands of millions of years. All of these things. Yeah. Um, and then you look at geology. You look at biology, chemistry, all of these other different things. Um, these are all massive chunks of evidence. So the only thing we know about the Christian God is from the Bible. Yeah. When you apply the massive amount of evidence that we can put against the Bible yeah. to say, here are all the claims that it makes, we can fucking show you it's not true. Yeah. We can show you it's not true. And that's why I'm getting closer to, be, to, being, to, to making that claim. Yeah, but reasonable people, reasonable people um, can look at the scientific evidence that shows you that the Bible is incorrect, but the people who believe in the Bible will not accept that as credible evidence. Right. And, and there will be people and, and there will be people like that. Yeah. And those are the people who you can, you can, you can have discussions with. But then, but then the other thing I was thinking about that, because you're absolutely right. There will be people for which you will have to say, I, I'm just, I'm going to write you off. Like you are, you, you claim to say, look at the evidence. You claim all these things. Here's the evidence. You, yeah. you, either, you, either, you, either, you are either being willfully obtuse or you are too fucking stupid to see what you're looking at. Well, that was one of the things claims that that they said on the 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 flat earth movie is one of the scientists was talking he goes he goes one question that you have to ask yourself is what would it take for you to change your mind. Right. And if the answer is nothing, then that's it. You're it's, yep. you've got a claim that's unfalsifiable and therefore it's no longer valid. Yeah. And that's exactly what Ken Ham said during his debate with Bill Nye. Yeah. When, when question and answer period came up, that was the question that was, was posed to him. And Ken Ham stood there, flat-faced, and said, nothing would change my mind. Yeah. Well, then, it's pointless, yeah. even and, talking to you. Yeah, and to Bill Nye, all he said was one piece of objectively verifiable evidence. Yeah. Like, that's all he said, is just evidence. Yeah. That's all he wants. And so I'm saying the same thing. And when you, 
when you go when so then when the when the creationist when the Christian says, "Well, look at the Bible." Like this one guy I was talking to today, he's like, "Evidence is all God is self evident," oh. and I was like, "Fuck off!" If go, <laughs> if your God was self evident, we would not be having exactly. this conversation. Non like atheists would not exist. Yeah, yeah. If there was any evidence for God, we would not exist. That's right. All of us are just waiting for evidence. Yeah. So anyway, that's that's kind of where that's uh, going through. Um, but I mean, it's funny because on the flat Earth thing, they they had this. There's this um, gyroscope that um, they use on planes and things, and it can actually measure the amount of drift that the Earth moves um, in a di- in a day. It's it's because um, they say the Earth turns 360 degrees in 24 hours. Mm-hmm. So in an hour, there's 16 degrees of drift that the Earth has moved 16 degrees in one hour. So they got that they need they wanted this gyroscope that would actually measure that, right. and it cost twenty thousand dollars. Wow! And a member of the movement actually bought one of these twenty thousand really? dollars gyroscopes, a laser gyroscope. It's this weird kind of thing. Anyway, so they set it up, and they measured sixteen degrees of drift in one hour. Right. And so they're like, oh, oh, that doesn't work. So maybe it's catching the movement of the sky rather than the movement yeah. of the earth. So they put it into this cylinder that would protect it from everything else. What did they get? 16 degrees of drift in an hour. Yeah. <laughs> so now they're going to, oh, that doesn't work. So we got to throw out that evidence and, yeah. you know, keep on trying until we get our evidence of no drift. So we're going to put it into this like crystal thing that should shield it from everything else and again they're gonna show 16 degrees of drift and guess what the earth is moving yep (laughs) this is this is not difficult but the thing is that they proved it themselves but they reject the evidence yeah and this is and and it's interesting because you you could almost argue even though they're being dishonest in their in their way of approaching what they've already what they've already shown um creationists won't even look at what is it? Say, well, what about this? And they just like answers in Genesis is nothing if not persistent. Mm-hmm. They put out shit fucking hourly. Here's this. Here's that. Here's something else. Blah 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 blah. And I catch as much of it as I as I can. Mm-hmm. And and now, I'm at the point now where I'm like, you're fucking lying to people. Stop. Yeah. Right. Well, that's what like my, I've got a cousin in South Africa who. Um, keeps posting all this anti-abortion crap. And it's always, always a link from lifenews.com or whatever. Uh, yeah. And every single time they put it out, I read the first sentence and right out the gate, it's a blatant lie. Yeah. Yep. It's it, it, it's a lie or to, or they're straw manning. Um, that's what, to, so, so one of the things Chad said was, he said, uh, he said, this coming from the person who, who condones full-term abortions. <laughs> I'm like, when did I say that? Yeah. I like, I'm in favor of bodily autonomy. Yeah. But, you know, and that's why I just called him out. I'm like, you're totally strong manning me. Like, I, I, I never, I'm never like, here, yeah. let's deliver the baby now. Somebody pass me the axe. Yeah. Um, no one's saying that. No. No one is saying that. No one's saying that at all. So. If the mother's life is at risk. Yeah. Yeah. If the fetus is not going to be, if the, the fetus is not going to be viable outside of the mother's body. Yeah. Then yeah. Yeah, or if the mother, or if the mother may die, in the process. Like there's a there's a, there was an article that came out of this, this 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 young woman who was saying if she could have had a late term abortion, she, she totally would have. I saw that article because of the 
horrific life that her baby had. Yep. She was raped. Um, she didn't realize she was pregnant until very late in the abortion. Anyway, the child had all these issues. It lived for just over a year, I think. Yeah, I, um, I saw the And article. it was just in it was pain the whole time. Yeah, it was horrific. And then it finally passed away, and they had to go through all that grief, and it's just, yeah. just horrible. The most moral thing that mother could have done yeah. would have been to terminate that pregnancy, to save that child a year's worth of suffering. Yeah, and herself. Yeah, her her and her whole family. Yeah. but even putting had to her, work even together putting herself to aside, looking child. at this baby that everybody says is so fucking precious. Yeah, the most moral thing you could have done would be to end that child's life. Exactly, because because or not, it, well, not really end the life, but no, stop sorry. it from starting. Yeah, yeah, stop it from starting. That's that's what I meant to say, and and that and that would be that would have been the most moral thing to do. And people say, oh well, you know, blah blah. You talking about killing a baby? No, I'm talking about killing a fetus. Yeah, right, which is not a baby yet, and so on and so forth. So, oh hey. Did you know that Ed has a podcast already? Really? He started that uh, quick. No, no, no. So he's got an, he's, well, there's the one that we're going on Mm -hmm. in a couple of weeks. Yeah. I don't know. I can't remember what that's called. He has another little fucking gem (laughs) out there called the Reformed Rant. Mm. It is one of the most hateful things I've ever listened to. Wow. I listened to, uh, so he posted something about it. It was on Twitter talking about, um, basically, uh, it had something to do with the LGBT community. Episode six, I think it was. I'm sure it's uh, all love for that community. I listened to the whole thing. It was, it was, it was positively immoral. It was positively hate filled. Mm -hmm. And, this is coming from someone who professes to be a Christian and who's supposed to like be loving and all that shit. And it yeah. was nothing but hate. It was fucking nothing but hate. Some Aren't of the things he God's said, creatures? for example, love thy neighbor. Yeah. For example, Christians should not even acknowledge the existence of the LGBT community. Wow. Just don't even, he said, he said those words. Yeah. We shouldn't even acknowledge the existence of the community. Just ignore these people. And then he said, if you had uh, a gay child, in no way, as a Christian, there'd be no way for you to support it, and it would be totally wrong and sinful for you to attend the, the wedding. Wow. And I was just like, I'm listening to him like, fuck. Yeah. What... It, it, Got your head so far up your ass. Yeah. I, I you're couldn't believe to, like, it. I couldn't believe it. Treat your own it. child that way. I couldn't believe it. I was, I was really, I was kind of like, wow. Um, <clears throat> but it's interesting because I had a couple of run-ins with Ed over the past week or so on Twitter. And at one point... He was like, because he, he gets, he's getting on me a lot for cursing on Twitter. <laughs> to, to which I say, fuck you, Ed. Like, I'm, <laughs> like, you're like, consider yourself lucky that I refrain from doing it when you come on the podcast. Yeah. Because it's about all I can so fucking handle. you're not going to censor me on I'm, Twitter. I'm not going to censor myself on Twitter. Fuck yourself. So he says, at one point, he said uh, something about, you know, you need to, you know, all you do is, you know flap your your big mouth at stuff and i was like you know ed i've lost a ton of respect for you like you can go fuck yourself but you know blah 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 and just went off on him a little bit but he keeps on poking and he keeps on tossing in this shit and 
he is he is the type of guy that if we were to get into a, a one-on-one and I was to say I believe you know I believe there are no gods yeah. I believe no gods exist he would jump he would fucking pounce on that where's your proof where's your proof yeah. but the second you ask him for a bit of evidence you have to unless you can tell me why evidence is even justified I don't have to show you anything yeah. but the fucking cunt hair millisecond <laughs> that I was to say to him I don't believe there are any gods where's your proof where's your proof I fucking know he'd be all over that he would come all over himself <laughs> and he would be fucking where's your evidence Yeah. he would lose his shit well that was explicit <laughs> <laughs> I'm very passionate. I'm very passionate. Um, I think you just came all over yourself. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to need a moment. Uh, talk amongst yourselves. Uh, okay, we should get to the news because we're almost 30 minutes in and we haven't touched anything. But this should go fairly quickly. Okay. There's a couple of interesting things to, uh, to, to talk about, though. Um, let's, let's dive into our first uh, story. I got no audio today, so l- this should actually rhyme through pretty quickly. Okay, so... From the this is from the Patheos blogs. I found I thought this was interesting. I think it could be an interesting point of discussion. Seven things that atheist activists are tired of hearing. And so I'm curious as I read these out. I'm curious if you're tired of hearing these things. Okay, I will let you know. Okay, so and these are in no particular order. Mm-hmm. So one, if you don't believe in God, why do you talk about him constantly? Yeah. Yeah, that one gets, starts to get a little tiresome. And um, I don't talk about them constantly. I'm talking about them to you because either you or I brought it up. Yeah. <laughs> and when somebody brings up a topic, that's when you talk about it. That's yeah. like you're in the supermarket talking to somebody about bananas. It's like, if you don't like bananas, why do you keep talking about them? Yeah. I don't. I'm just talking about it right now because yeah. you like bananas and I don't. Yeah. <laughs> no, for me, and it's funny because this doesn't bother me at all. I do talk about God all the fucking time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm constantly wearing atheist t-shirts. I'm constantly involved in it. I'm a much more outspoken activist. Uh, I do it all the time. I love doing what, it. What bothers me more so than that question is if you don't believe in God, why do you hate him? Because um, that's a nonsensical question. Yeah, that's interesting. <laughs> it's, that's not on the list. Yeah. But that's a really interesting thing. It's like, you know, why do you hate God so much? Because he killed my mother <laughs> from that dumb fucking movie. Because it's just fucking bullshit. Yeah. But uh, it's, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't, I, I don't hate. Yeah, I can't hate the Easter Bunny. There are lots of things I hate. I hate Oprah. <laughs> I fucking hate Oprah. She's a horrible human being. I don't mean people would be clutching their pearls. I fucking hate Oprah. I hate everything about her. You go back 25 years and you watch her talk show and she was doing what fucking Dr. Phil, she was damn near doing what oh, fucking yeah. Jerry Springer was doing 25 years ago. Yeah. And just because she turned a corner because she thought, hey, there's more money in this side of the market. But now she's got her fucking Oprah channel and she's like, you know, oh, the wellness of Oprah and the blah, blah, blah. Fuck off. Well, I lo- I love she's how narciss- no fucking messiah. I love how narcissistic her magazine is. Oh, yeah. She's, she's on, on every <laughs> cover. <laughs> true she's <laughs> that's awesome that's the best thing it's true it's true um right <laughs> so yeah so so the first question doesn't doesn't bother me um and it it's always if someone is whenever someone that poses that question to me it's a great start it's a great conversation start mm-hmm. well, let's talk about it okay uh two Quit bashing religious people. No. <laughs> I've, I've never gotten that one. Really? No. Hey. I do it all the time. Um, it's not something... Wow, that was, in, that was unexpected. Hang on. 
Okay, technical difficulties, and we're back. <laughs> um, quit bashing religious people. Um, I, I'm. I, I don't know that. I, I haven't gotten that one. Do I bash? Yeah, I kind of bash. Yeah, yeah, I bash. Yeah, I bash. Too. I'm okay with that. I bash, but I've never gotten anybody saying calling me out on it. Yeah, and if I did, I'd say tough, like tough shit. Yeah, you've got stupid beliefs. Exactly. <laughs> and it, oh, that's the other thing that happened. Uh, is I got I got called out for attacking people. Uh, on Twitter, a couple of different, this, uh, the name of God or son of whatever the fuck his name is on Twitter. And he's like, oh, you're talking to me. I'm like, I didn't call you dumb. Yeah. I called your worldview stupid. Yeah. You have a dumb worldview. Yeah. You believe in an invisible man in the fucking sky. That's stupid. I don't. I don't know how smart you are yeah. as a person, but you believe dumb shit. I don't know you, so I can't say whether you're dumb or not. Yeah. But this belief system that you're clinging to... Not the greatest one. <laughs> yeah, dumb. <laughs> You're chock full of dumb. Uh, here's a good one. You're as bad as Christian fundamentalists. Yes, yes, that one gets tiresome. That is so far from even possible. <laughs> I don't... Or they call atheism a religion. Yeah. ATM is a religion as much as not collecting stamps is a, is, is, is a, is a hobby. hobby. Yeah, off as a TV channel. <laughs> exactly. Bald as a hair color. It's all those different things. But um, you're as bad as Christian fundamentalists. Yes, yes. Because I firmly believe in taking the rights away from gay people. Mm-hmm. Said no, you know, said no humanist ever. Yeah. And you have to go beyond, like, you have to go beyond that because you can be an atheist and still be a fucking asshole. Yeah. Um, Most religious people just want to take away rights from people, though. They're really big on taking away rights. I'm not sure. Do you think it says, do you, th- oh, here's a question for you. Is it take away your rights or impose mine on you? No, it's take away. You think so? <laughs> I, yeah, it's like do as I say, not as I do. Right, so you can't get married. You can't get married. You can't, Have you a know, cake. Whatever it is, yeah. you can't you can't choose whether you want to carry that baby to term or not. Um, you know, it's all taking away rights. It's always it's, and it's and it's constantly do as I say, not as I do, because they're all doing the shit behind closed doors, closed doors anyway. Yeah, mo- yeah, I think you're right there. Most of them are. No, no, you're 100 percent right as far as that goes. So bad as Christian fundamentalists, yeah, not a fucking chance. Um, this is an interesting one. You define yourself by what you lack. I've never heard that one. Um, and. In some ways, now, if you take that firmly as I identify as an atheist, maybe I lack a belief in a God, depending on how you define atheist, Mm -hmm. right? If you take atheist from the dictionary definition, a lack of a belief in a God or gods, or if you take it from the philosophical definition, belief that there are no gods, then you you could talk to two atheists and they would define their worldviews in different ways, depending on how they identify. So I think that's, I think that's pretty, I think number four is pretty weak sauce. Uh, number five, atheists have so much to say about books they've never actually read. <laughs> oh, just take a step back there, sir. <laughs> yeah. yeah. When was the last time you read the Bible? Um, see, the problem, the problem with that statement is I've come across so many people that have said, that's not in the Bible. Mm, go check. Yeah. <laughs> have you read your Bible? Which is usually followed by... You're taking it out of context. Yeah. You have to understand the time at which it was written. Um, you have to understand, you know, God's ways are higher than our ways. Well, why is this yeah. book that you run, that runs, that, that, that you run, run your life, that you live your life by? Yeah. Why does it come with so many caveats? 
Um, Jesus. <laughs> I've listen. I've said before, it's the answer to everything. Yeah. But um, I have. And it's totally not taken out of context. Just, no, owning I have pe- read owning the people Bible. is not taken out of context, and it totally condones it. Yeah, I have read the Bible in its entirety four times. Yeah, I can't say that I've done that. Um, and then b- bits and pieces, bunches and bunches, and stuff like that. And I've read different versions. The King James hurts my fucking head. So many Christians now, a lot of fundamentalists claim are KJV only, KJV only, and it hurts your fucking head. it hurts your fucking brain because it's not. It's not the English we use anymore. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a slow read. The NIV is perfectly reasonable from a language perspective. Yeah. Oh, it's corrupted. Blah 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 blah. Stuff like that. But and but no. Judas no. was all show me the money, and yeah. JC was all whatever. What's <laughs> <laughs> interesting? What's interesting is that, and I've said this before, and it's kind of become it's kind of become a catchphrase of mine in some ways. Everybody can quote John three sixteen. But not everybody can quote Matthew ten thirty four, yeah, right, or you know, or Second Timothy two twelve, or some of the other absolutely horrific fucking verses in that book. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, the, the, you know, they can always go to Corinthian, you know, to you know Paul's letter to the Corinthians and talk about all these things, stuff like that. But no, no, no. When you actually read the fucking words, when you read the fucking words. Yeah. Let alone the the fucking hideousness from the from like the Pentateuch. Right, let alone the, just the fucking ridiculous hideousness yeah. and the absurdities, like a global fucking flood, <laughs> and fucking animals going all over the fucking place, yeah. and uh, millions of of Jewish slaves in Egypt, for which there is zero evidence of. Yeah, fucking none, fucking anywhere. <laughs> no fucking chariots at the bottom of the fucking Red Sea. No fucking anything. Zero. Uh, but totally fucking happened. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And if if only we read it. Oh, wait. <laughs> Just like your shirt says. Yeah. I'm an atheist because I have read it. Exactly. Um, you think religious people are stupid. Again, we discovered this. Yeah. No, your belief system is stupid. There are some that are dumb. There are some, <laughs> there are some atheists that are dumb, too, though. I mean, people, yeah, can, no, people it's, can be it's, dumb. People can be true. smart. It's true. But, I mean... It kind of says something when whatever ninety nine whatever it is percent of scientists are rather intellectual. Did had got really yeah. good SATs and went to good colleges. Don't believe. Yeah, the interesting uh, <laughs> the the front bumper to this podcast is is something from Richard Dawkins uh, that talked a little bit about you know someone who was super smart you know you know Harvard education and walked away from it because of his belief in a god. Yeah. Well, there's um, a lot of like a, a lot a lot of people say like the that we're elitist or whatever like that. It's like no, it's just a preponderance. It's it's a very large number of people who have high intelligence have come to the conclusion that a god is not necessary in our world. Yeah. Uh, Laplace, the uh, was it the 16th century, um, uh, the the guy from the 16th century who went to uh, uh, Hitchens talks about this all the time when he was showing his layout of the solar system to Napoleon mm-hmm. and Napoleon apparently said to him, you know, I don't see any place in this for a God. Yeah. And Laplace said, well, it still works without that assumption. Yeah. Like we, it, it all still seems to work and we don't need that thing yeah. that you seem to think we need so badly. There is no place for a God. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> Cause I just showed that yeah. it all works without it. 
And, uh, and, and yeah, I mean, so, yeah, there are, like we talked about this before, Francis Collins, mm-hmm. genius, yeah. Bible-believing Christian. Yeah. Well, but yeah, but is, there's that wall that he builds up in his brain, right? He goes yeah. to work and he does all the science stuff and then he goes home and he, that wall comes up and neither the twine, sh- the twain shall meet. Yeah. What is it? 93% you, what you were saying, I think it's 93% of the National Academy of Science yeah. are, are, you know, are atheists. Yeah. That's, that's a significant number <laughs> and it points in a general direction, yeah. whether you want to believe it or not. Yeah. If you, it, there was also an interesting, uh, statistic. Do you know that? Um, and so answers in Genesis, they employ a lot of scientists, people with real degrees. Oh yeah. However, in order to work for answers in Genesis, you have to sign their statement of faith, meaning that you will not change your position regardless of the evidence. (laughs) And something like almost 40% of the quote unquote doctors they employ that write articles are dentists. (laughs) Yeah. So that was an interesting thing. And I think but, it was actually Aaron Raw that. Uh, that but do you have like well. an actual example of the thing that they have to sign that says you won't change your position regardless of the evidence? Because um, that would be right there. You can't you can't call yourself a scientist and sign that piece of paper. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That would be interesting. That would be something. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk. I'm gonna send Aaron a message and see if he uh, if there's any way we can dig some shit like that up because that would be fucking. Well, like epic. change your name and see if you can if you can you know. Well, that could be interesting. You can write, because I want to write articles for you. I've got this kind of, you know, yeah. X number of degrees. Um, the next one is, why are you quoting him? He's not an atheist. Um, I had to look up this one. I had to look up this one a little bit. One of the references to this is, there are people, for, some of the people that identify with this statement are people like Psy. Uh, yeah. Who says there are no such thing as atheists? You know God exists. Yeah, you're just right? there's no such it. thing as an atheist. Um, and then there are other people like who who quote this people like Anthony Anthony Flew, uh, you know who's this you know former atheist turned Christian stuff like that. Um, and then a lot of times, if you go throughout large portions of antiquity, and this is something that I learned reading some of Richard Carrier's uh, Richard Carrier and Robert Price's stuff is there are massive amounts of scientists who were Christian because they had no fucking choice. Exactly. They had the the go, church was the only have, game in town. You don't have to go back that far yeah. before that's that's all there was. Yeah. Some of the artists were, were Christian, were believers, because mm-hmm. the church was the largest consumer of art. Right. And... That's the only way they get money. <laughs> yeah. And so many of the scientists were because if you, if you weren't, it was a good way to end up dead. Well, some of the first scientists were monks yeah. because they are the ones that had the time and resources to carry out these experiments. Yep. Yep. So th- th- those are the seven, uh, those are the seven things that atheists are tired of, uh, of hearing. None of them, none of them bother me. No. Um, I'd be interested. Anybody listen, uh, to this, uh, send us an email to see at rogers.com or reach out to us on Twitter at, uh, the underscore CA underscore podcast and uh, let us know if you thought any of these things were particularly um, painful. Yeah, it's an interesting list, but uh, doesn't ring true for me. Yeah. Okay, let's move into some current events. Sure. We have to go to uh, to the White House press secretary. <laughs> she, she, listen, she, uh, she yeah. knows. Listen, she, she has some stuff. Um, God wanted Trump to be president. 
She's been saying a lot of crazy shit lately. Yep. She went on the she went on the highly unbiased <laughs> Christian broadcast network <laughs> and uh, said the following. I think God calls us to fill different roles at different times. And I think he wanted Donald Trump to become president. Um, okay, if God wanted Donald Trump to become president, he is more cruel than I thought. Yeah. And if, like... <laughs> um, fucks porn stars. Lies about it. How many different kids from how many different how many different wives and yeah. all of this shit and grab by grab, grab by you the by pussy. the pussy and, and all this other stuff and just fucking lies. The thousands upon thousands upon thousands of documented lies. And then the fucker has and told. Then putting in place policy to make his rich friends richer. Yeah. Putting up a wall. To say I hate Mexicans. Yeah. Being xenophobic to the point of like, we don't want Muslims in our country anymore. Yep. I mean, this... It, <sighs> yep. If there was a Jesus... Shithole countries. Yeah, shithole... Yeah, exactly. And it, and it just... That's the hard part. We forget... There's so much we forget. Yeah. We it's like a bed of nails. We forget about the shit he said. It's like a bed of nails. Yeah. Right? You know, there's so many, you could walk right across and it doesn't matter. Yeah. What, if there's a president, like if, if we, if Obama did one thing crazy, uh, yeah. it was like a nail right through the bottom of your foot because it's the only thing that there is. Yeah. Like he, that one time he wore a tan suit. Yeah. And the right went off on him. People were up in arms. No, you're right. You're <laughs> he right. He wore a tan suit and that was the biggest thing they could talk about. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're, you're right. <laughs> um, oh, wow. And it's, but yeah, you know, you're, you're hundred percent right. It's just unbelievable. If Jesus was a real dude, he would have been socialist. Yeah. He would have been for taking care of everybody. He would have been, he certainly would have been for something like universal healthcare. Well, Fuck, the, if the stories are true, he walked around fucking healing people. Exactly. <laughs> universal healthcare, take care of everybody uh, through social assistance, um, take from the rich and spread it around. Um, he was all about giving away your stuff, right? Yeah. Uh, Sanders went on to say, that's why he's there and he's done a tremendous job. He, that's why he's there and he's done a tremendous job. Because, what, please explain this tremendous job that he's done. So tremendous. <laughs> it's going to be so amazing. It's huge. It's huge. Huge. You won't, you're not going to be able to believe how tremendous it is. <laughs> believe me. Yeah, that's right. I <laughs> I'm, I'm so humble. I don't think you can understand how humble I am. <laughs> I remember when he I said that. And it was like, what? <laughs> you actually said those words? Oh, what a fucker. Um, okay, here this I found this really interesting. This is also from the, the Patheos blogs. The the title of the article is How Do You Decide What to Believe? You don't. Exactly that. I said the same thing. I'm like, well, that's simple, you don't do that. If you're convinced of it, you believe it. Exactly. So, um, we've, we've talked about this a fair bit. This has been something that's, that's, that's been trotted out by lots of different people. Matt Dillahunty's talked about it a, a ton. Um, I actually like one of the things that he says, you know, is belief is the process of becoming convinced that something is true or likely true. I really like that definition. Yeah. I think it holds a lot of, I think there's a lot of power in that definition. And I think there's also a lot of truth in that particular definition. 
Um, that's what that's that's where I get stuck on a lot of the a lot of believers. They are convinced that the Bible is true, and I don't know why. Yep. Yep. That's that's my sticking point because it, it, in all arguments, you want to put yourself in the in the shoes of the one who's arguing and try and see their point of view. But I cannot get past why do you think the Bible is a reliable sort, like a reliable written book? Why? What is it about that book that makes you think it's true? It yep. says all these horrendous things yep. that go against our own inner morality. And make up these ridiculous stories like a flood that covered the entire earth, burning bushes that talk, goats that talk, uh, or snakes that talk. Donkeys. Like all these weird things that are completely nonsensical. And yet you take it as as true. I don't understand. I can't get past that. And it's funny. So that goes back to our other thing. It's like you call Christians stupid. Um, (laughs) but, But it's hard because... It, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's like, no, the, the person's not stupid, but they have some really, really fucking whacked out beliefs. And one of the other things that we've talked about before, but I want to reiterate it simply because I came upon this article and I, and I don't think you can decide to believe anything. I, I, I truly believe that. But the other one that I want to reference is the story uh, that I first heard on dogma debate from David Smalley a bunch of years ago. And he said, you know, picture yourself uh, at the top of a building. You know, you gain access to the top floor of a building. You walk out onto the ledge and you're, you're 15, 20 stories up, right? And you go and you stand on the edge yeah. and you close your eyes. And once you've decided to believe that you're only three inches off the ground, just step off. Yeah. You will not be able to do it, right? Um, you, you simply cannot convince yourself of something so absurd. Yeah. Um, the other one is the one that I've, uh, I've used... And I can't remember where I, I heard it, but I kind of, I've kind of adapted and molded it, kind of added pieces onto it. So you're married. Um, and every single day your spouse says, I love you, I love you, I love you. But they've cheated on you three times. They never spent any quality time with you. Uh, you know, they're never affectionate towards you, everything else like that. But they always say they, they love you. There's no way you would not believe it. Yeah. Because you would have been convinced otherwise. Yeah. If you love me, you wouldn't have fucked somebody else. You wouldn't want to spend time with me, all, all this, that, and the other thing. And you can pose that question to somebody, you know, are you married? Yes, or in your relationship, whatever it is, does the person love you? How do you know? Because they demonstrate to you, they've convinced you that they love you. And so I think, I I don't know whether it's just a term that gets, you know, used loosely, um, but again, Aaron in in Foundational Falsehoods, he said that uh, in, uh, at one point he had a friend who became... Uh, like a devout Southern Baptist minister. Mm-hmm. And he was talking to this person and the, and the person was like, you know, how do you, you know, how do you believe this shit basically? And the guy grabbed him by both shoulders and said, just keep telling yourself it's Jesus until you believe it. <laughs> and it's interesting because there is within psychology, there is, and I, I'm forgetting this now, anybody, uh, send, send us an email, see at and tell me what it is that I'm missing here because I can't remember the exact name of it, but there's a, there is a, there is a, a term within psychology where if you tell yourself a lie for long enough, your brain starts to accept it as true. Mm. Um, and I forget exactly what it is, but it, it's, and Aaron talks about it too. It's like there, but there, there is a, there is a, an actual thing, maybe within the DSM, which I have a copy of over there. Maybe I should look it up one day where you can actually convince yourself of the truth of something, whether it's true or not. Yeah. 
You know, same as eyewitness accounts, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, eyewitness accounts, but you know, oh, I remember seeing that, and you talk to somebody, you get the confirmation bias and all that other stuff, and you start to you start to actually believe the thing that never fucking actually was. Yeah. Confirmation so, bias is a huge one. If you're around other people that believe the same thing, then it just reinforces yeah. it. Yeah, and then you you get into counting the hits and ignoring the misses, and all the other stuff, and and you you will eventually pigeonhole yourself into this thing. I get asked a lot of times, like, why do you have like I have, you know, a f- pretty diverse group of friends on on Facebook. And some of which I, I get messages from saying, oh, you know, blah, 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 this and that. I'm like, well, you know, you can block me if you want. You turn me off. Like, I don't give a fuck what you want to do. Like, do whatever you want. Um, but, you know, I'm perfectly fine to sit and have these talks with you, discussions, that and the other thing. Um, and challenge me yeah. on stuff. If I say something that pisses you off, fucking challenge me. Yeah. I don't care. I'm not made of glass. And if I'm wrong, cool. Just show me mm-hmm. that I was wrong instead of just saying, well, that's wrong. Because that ain't going to get you anywhere. Um, hey, um, this is really important. <laughs> I'm sure. Our next piece of, uh, our next piece of news comes from, uh, Mr. Dave Dobbenmeyer, the All coach. Right. Yes. Who's not a coach. A <laughs> um, hey, coach. Yeah. Okay. So, um, he writes, this one is not easy for me to write. And it may be even more difficult for you to read. I know we all run the risk if you simply laugh off something, then that's never a good thing. I don't even know what that means. What? I am edgy. I get that. People often accuse me of being crazy. You are. <laughs> um, harsh and conspiratorial. You are. Um, and I don't pull, pull any punches. Okay. Well, I'm going to swing today, and I'm going to swing hard. <laughs> Does his wife know? <laughs> yeah. Perhaps you should stop reading this now. The consequences of what I'm about to posit is, might be more than you're willing to accept. He goes on. You have been warned. He, goes, he basically does like a little bit of a mental circle jerk. Uh, you've been warned. Um, abortion is big business. Okay, and the government is actively involved in the promotion of research involving the use of fetal tissue. A nice term for aborted babies. What? He says. What is he talking about? Ever wonder where they get all that fetal tissue? Well, it comes from all these aborted children. What fetal tissue? What is he talking about? He's just rambling. Where where they get all... Ever wonder where they get all that fetal tissue? This what is fetal not, tissue? What is he talking about? Listen, Dean. <laughs> this is no longer a concern. Do- this is why scientists are leaving the uh, America so they can actually do stem cell research in other countries where it's because it's been banned in America. He says it right here, Dean. <laughs> this is no longer a conspiracy theory. This is a proven theory. Aborted baby parts are being used in vaccinations. What? <laughs> designed for human beings. <laughs> also, aborted baby bits, I fucking kid you not, that's what it says, are being added into food supplements. Oh, wow. Additives, here's the best one, sweeteners. (laughs) (laughs) 
I don't know why I found that so funny. Yeah, I was pouring out some sweet little the other day, and a little baby toe fell out. <laughs> right. He was like, "What's that? Wait, that? That looks like a nail." <laughs> um, and other things, just very brief, just very broad, and other things, and other things, people ingest. Yep, you read that right. Where does he come up with this? I don't know. Did somebody tell him this? And he's <laughs> he zero on, evidence. And he goes on rants. It's a bit of an admission here. Listen, I didn't finish at the top of my class. <laughs> <laughs> no fucking shit. He didn't have to tell us that. Um, but I was pretty good in English. And I believe that ingesting fetal tissue would be classified as cannibalism. Yeah. Just in case you don't like my tinfoil hat dictionary... <laughs> Definitions. Uh, cannibalism is the act or practice of eating human flesh by mankind. Yep. We yep. are eating our offspring. How does he know? Where is your evidence? It's not important. <laughs> <laughs> you are what you eat. <laughs> Remember that phrase? I wonder... What would be, I wonder what we become when we eat the DNA of another human being. Should we ask your wife? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> no. Honey, um, could, could that, <laughs> I can't, <laughs> could that explain the big Butted women I see at Walmart. What? Yeah. Is it possible that sexual choices, that the sexual choices of some may have been altered because of what they had for lunch? Maybe there's a genetic reason why the average person isn't able to process information. Such as himself. Did you know that artificial flavors are often the result of aborted baby tissue? What is he going on of it? Where <laughs> enjoy, did this come from? Enjoy a Pepsi or Gatorade while you read this. A list of products in this article, and there's a link here. I didn't bother looking because because this article. <laughs> uh, anyway, I know, I know. Someone else's abortion doesn't have to have an impact on your life. What's the big deal if you're sucking down your buddy's grandbaby's DNA? <laughs> At least the drink tastes tart and it is sugar-free. Some, you know some of you still don't believe what is written here and you are oblivious to how Americans are being changed. Well, I'm not oblivious to their yeah. incredibly bad diet. But the question is, <laughs> who are you having for dinner tonight? <laughs> Holy wow! Fucking shit! That's 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 a way out there conspiracy theory. Yeah. Like, yeah. Where do, how do you even how do you even begin to think of that? Drugs. That's whacked. That's a lot of meth. That's or crack. Where do you think all that baby tissue comes from? What baby? Where's the, <laughs> the baby tissue? 
It's like he's got a big pile of it there. Where do you think all that comes from? Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> exactly. It's not like, you know what makes me think of? It makes me think of the fucking, the scene from Fight Club with the 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 bags of fat from yeah, the yeah, liposuction yeah, clinic. Yeah, yeah, Jesus Christ. He'll make all this soap. Yeah. Selling, selling rich women back them their own fatty yeah, asses. Fat asses, yeah. Um, well, there you have it, uh, listeners. Um, enjoy that, whatever, because you're probably was, that was out eating, there. Probably eating baby. See, that just makes me think of Awesome Powers, baby. <laughs> the other other white, white meat. meat. Get in my belly. <laughs> I'm higher on the food chain, <laughs> baby. It's what's for dinner. <laughs> Come on. I want my baby back, baby back. Yeah, <laughs> fuck. <All right. laughs> Um, this is, listen, Hey, um, so not in, not in time for this year's Oscars, mm-hmm. maybe next year's Oscars. <laughs> uh, the people behind God's not dead are making a film about Planned Parenthood. Oh, great. I can see that. Because he killed my mother. <laughs> <laughs> it's like my favorite line. I fucking love Why that. Why do you think that? Because he killed, killed my mother. mother. Fucker. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he should have. If he would have added that line. Like, dude, fucker. That would have been great. But they don't like swearing. You're right. Um, this time, it's about Planned Parenthood. The film is called Unplanned. <laughs> um, the plot revolves around a former Planned Parenthood director who later becomes an anti-abortion uh, activist after seeing one take place via ultrasound. She says she quit her job over it. Um, <laughs> so, the little kind of a synopsis is, all Abby Johnson ever wanted to do was help women. As one of the youngest Planned Parenthood clinic directors in the nation, she was involved in upwards of 22,000 abortions and counseled countless women on how on what their reproductive choices were, and how to kill their babies. Oh, God. Fuck off. Fuck off. Fuck you. Her passion surrounding a woman's right to choose even led to her becoming a spokesperson for Planned Parenthood. Until the day she saw something that changed everything. Leading Abby Johnson to join her former ev- uh, her enemies, join her former enemies, and become one of the most important and ardent pro-life speakers in America. There was a little picture of like a little trailer and it's her, it's like just this pair of eyes mm-hmm. looking at her vagina. No. Um, <laughs> it's just this pair of eyes with a little tear running down and a picture of an ultrasound in the background. Mm. Um, it was, there was a little thing on Facebook where I, I don't remember, I don't remember who the woman was, but it was a quote that she said and it's, um, all these pro-lifers are not pro-life. They're pro-birth. Because right. once it's out, it's your problem. I don't give a fuck about it. Once that kid is born, it's all that matters. Well, I'm not taking care of the fucking kid. Yeah. Maybe you shouldn't have had the fucking kid. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I didn't want to have the fucking kid. You I wanted to have an abortion. You made me have the fucking kid. Yeah. It's so... It's so unbelievable. It's so The same un- people get upset that... Uh, about social insurance and like and people on food stamps and stuff like that. You if if you want them to have kids, this shit like this is gonna happen. No, it's very true. Very true. 
And if there, I was thinking just when we were getting to the argument with Ed and stuff like that, if there is one reason for for abortions to be legal, yes, then that's all there. That's all they're needed. Like I was thinking of ectopic pregnancies. Oh yeah. yeah. What happens in that case? Yeah. Both the baby and the mother will die. That's right. It's a non-starter. Both the baby and the mother will die. What do you do in that case? Yep. You condemn them to death, both yep. of them. Just too bad. Sorry. What if she already has a family? Yep. Sorry. No. No such thing as abortions. You die. Yep. It's a non-starter from the get-go. Yeah. Guaranteed death for the fetus. Guaranteed death for the mother. If nothing happens. Yeah. If if there's no intervention. Well, there can't be. Abortion is illegal. Yeah. Well, yeah, you're fucked. Yeah. Sorry you, about uh, your you, luck. So, yeah. We'll do an ultrasound. Oh, sorry. Yeah. You're, you're dead die. now. Yeah, you're going to die. Get your things in order. Yeah. Speaking of people dying, this is our second... I saved a, I saved a happy story. Oh, good. Thank for you. For the end. Okay, because I know, I know you're dancing on the edge. <laughs> dancing on the edge of sadness. Every day. Um, GOP lawmaker Eric Porterfield says he would drown his children if they were gay. Oh, my God. These people. Yep. What is wrong with you? Yep. This is from the Patheos blog, Christian I, hate. All the people that think this need to have gay children so they can actually be faced with this question because they say these heinous, hurtful things yeah. because they've never had to be faced with that actual choice. But then the problem is that what if they, what if they actually fucking do it? What if they're that fucking far gone? They can't be, though. Nobody, I don't know, nobody can. I don't unless know. there is something seriously wrong with you, you cannot hurt your own child. You cannot. Listen to this. <laughs> Trump loving GOP lawmaker Eric Porterfield says he would drown his children if they told him they were gay. Porterfield, a West Virginia lawmaker. And Does he have bat- young children? I don't know, Dane. We're, I'm going to drift into the Southern a bit. <laughs> Porterfield, a West Virginia lawmaker and Baptist preacher, is under fire after making derogatory and false statements about the LGBT community. Earlier this week, Porterfield appeared on... V, no, WVVA-TV, an NBC affiliate, to discuss his recent inflammatory comments. At one point in the interview, the GOP lawmaker was asked if he would, what he would do to his young children if they came to him and told him that they were gay. Wearing a red MAGA cap, smiling Porterfield replied, well, I would dress my daughter first as if I were taking her for a pedicure. I'd take her to get her nails done, and I'd see if she could swim. Oh, my God. Wow. And if it was my son, I would probably take him hunting. I would take him fishing, and I'd see if he could swim. Wow. The reporter, obviously uncomfortable with Porterfield's apparent threat to drown his children, asked him to clarify this alarming statement. Porterfield continued smiling and replied, I just want to make sure they could swim. That's it. I take them out to do activities. That's not what it sounds like. No. You, you gay, you dead. Um, so this is a public service announcement to Mr. Porterfield's children. Um, Get the fuck out. Yeah. If you are gay, don't ever tell your fucking father because he gonna fucking kill you. So run away, keep it a secret, and uh, yeah, 
I, I, what do you say to something like that? That's, it's uh, horrible. It's, it's, it's. How can this person not be behind bars? Yeah. Immediately take away his children. Yeah. You, no, do not pass go. Do not collect your children. Because, <laughs> because if, if he is willing to say that about their he lifestyle choice. He said that choice, to people. Yeah, I know. But if he's willing to do that because of their lifestyle choice, what else is he willing to do? If they do something that he doesn't approve of. What's he prepared to do people who aren't his kids? <laughs> exactly. I mean, he's willing to do that to his own flesh and blood. What's he going to do to yours? Yeah. That's a good question. That's a scary motherfucker. Yeah. That's a scary motherfucker. going to see if they can swim with a cinder block tied to their leg. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm just going to put this around your neck now. Now, don't struggle. <laughs> I shouldn't joke about that. It's fucking horrendous. And it's dangerous. And that guy's a fucking piece of shit. No, what if they come home and they say that, uh, what if they come home with a tattoo? Then what? I forget what Leviticus 20 something. Is he going to cut it off of them? Yeah. I mean, I forget what it is, but both the, both the Bible and the Quran talk about, speak against yeah. marking yourself. I, I forget what it, what part of Leviticus but What if they come home and say, you know what, dad? I've decided to convert to Judaism. What, or Islam. What the hell is he going to do then? Um, yeah. Cause that's, is that, is that worse than being gay? Is being Muslim worse than being gay? I don't know how to answer that. Qu- no, being Muslim is worse than being gay. Um, what do they come home and say? I'm an atheist. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're fucked then. <laughs> um, well, being Muslim is worse than being gay. Cause there's nothing wrong with being gay. Um, and it's also not a choice at all. You have to choose yeah. to adopt a silly ideology. Um, I uh, fuck that's scary shit, man. Run, run, <laughs> children, run. Well, that was fucking depressing. Yeah. Okay. Happy story, please. Let's end on a on a positive note. Sorry, slit my wrists here. Portland, Oregon. Bastion of freedom may soon pass a non discrimination protection bill for atheists. Ooh. Yes. The city of Portland, Oregon could soon add civil rights protection, especially specifically for atheists on Wednesday, this past Wednesday, this is dated, uh, this is dated February 12th, uh, 2019. So just past, uh, Wednesday, Portland city council is discussing a proposed ordinance that would add non-religious to the list of protected classes under city law. While religion is already a protected class, which is fine. I mean, I I don't think people who have silly beliefs should be discriminated against. No. Fine. Um, See, we don't have... We're, we're not religious. We don't want to take away rights. Yeah. We want to grant them to everybody equally. Exactly. This ordinance would, uh, would make that protection explicit for the non-religious as well. The ordinance itself includes a description of how this proposal came to be. It makes it clear that local activists request uh, the change. The community group, um, the community group Freedom From Religion Foundation, or FUFRF, um, <laughs> <coughs> that's not mine, I can't take that, that's from, um, thank God I'm atheist, but FUFRF is funny, uh, initiated the proposal. The Change the City Code uh, Chapter 23.01 through conversations with Commissioner Fritz and the American Civil Liberties Union of Oregon, the ACLU of O. Uh, Commissioner Fritz recommended the FUFR connect with the Human <laughs> Rights Commission, HRC, subsequently. 
uh, Freedom from Religion President Cheryl Colby spoke during the public uh, comment period at the HRC meeting after reviewing the proposal, conducting uh, their own research and consulting legal and public policy leadership from the American, uh, American Atheists National Organization, the HRC voted to support the change. So that's a big deal, and that's a good thing. And every other fucking city, in every fucking state, in every fucking country, in the whole fucking world should do the same fucking thing. It's 2019, and this only now... Are we actually getting written into the laws to protect? Well, us? what fucking what? Less than two months ago, our blasphemy liable law went down. Yeah, less than two months ago. So, it's taken a while. Yeah, it has. <sighs> <laughs> but well, hey, hey, I told you I'd end on, a, on yeah, a happy note. That is that is a good thing. I mean, slowly but surely, right? Yep. Slowly but surely. So, well, that puts us uh, only. At an hour and 13 minutes. There you go. But you've got shit to do. I do. you got to go back and go to work. I'm not going to be going to bed until the wee hours of the morning. Well, that sucks. I'm getting up in the wee hours of the morning. Oh, well, that sucks. Well, you know, our ship uh, will be like ships passing in the night. <laughs> uh, as, you, as you go to bed and I rise from it. Yeah, I don't know if I'm going into the office tomorrow. Depending on what time I go to bed. Oh, yeah, well, you know. I'll decide. Yeah. So, all right, um, that's all the news we have uh, for you guys uh, this week. We'll be uh, back at you next week mm-hmm. with, uh, what is next? Is, yeah, yeah. And then on the, f- we're supposed to be on March the 4th, so that's in two weeks, right? Week and a half. What are you talking about? March 4th on Ed- Ed's podcast. Oh! Where we're supposed to be part of that panel discussion. Okay, I didn't realize it was the 4th. Yeah, it was, okay. it was going to be February 4th. And then it got pushed back because he's busy mm. putting out his hateful other podcast. Right, right. Um, I was re-listening to that, and just right off the bat, he was saying how it's, you know, objective morality goes against God's nature and stuff like that. It's like, how do you know what God's nature is? Yeah, well, it begs the question. Right out of the fucking gate, it begs how the question. How do you know what his nature is? You've got one book to go off of. Yeah. And it is not the nature that you think it is. <laughs> based exactly. On, based on that book. Yeah. Very, very true. Very, very true. Um, yeah, so we'll, we'll, I guess we'll probably get in one more episode before we go on ads and then hopefully we'll be able to post a link to that discussion. Uh, yeah, it'll be another one with me not swearing. Um, <laughs> fuck trying not to swear. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. I'm going to go at the end. I'm like, fuck, 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 eat a bag of dicks. Right at the end of it. Right at the end of it. It's like, all right, fuck everything up. Uh, no, I'll be respectful if I have to be. Yeah. Well, he used to be respectful of you and swear more. Thank you. Thank you. We'll be respectful of you and not swear. You be respectful of us and swear. Yeah. Doesn't fucking hurt my feelings. And there's, it's not offending any fucking God that's evident. So who cares? Anyway. It's a fucking word. That's right. Just it's a fucking a word. great fucking word. Fucking use it. It's one of the best fucking words. Fucking A. All right. So. So. I think that's enough trouble for us to get into for one week. Uh, we'll be back at you next week with another episode. Uh, and that will be 80. 80. Fucking 80. Quatre-vain. Oui. <laughs> Zut alors. Zut alors. Hey, my son's in French immersion. Yeah. I got to know all the you gotta French know all numbers. Shit. 
It's funny to me. I always say to Meredith when we're talking about it, it's that whoever came up with the French language, they got up to 60 and then just said, screw it, I'm not making any new numbers. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> 70 is actually, like, who counts 68, 69, 60, 10, 60, 11, 60, 12. Yeah. <laughs> right? And then we get to... At a certain point, you're just being lazy. And then you get to 80 and you say, mm, 420s, 421, yeah. <laughs> 422. It's like, what? Yeah. You're just being lazy. You're just being lazy. Um, 420s 11, 420s 12. It's like, what? I know. <laughs> and then you get to 100. So, yeah, but I mean, that's, they, they, they did make a word for 100. Yeah. Not 520s. <laughs> <laughs> Making it rain. All the 20s. Yeah. Okay. Let's cut this shit out. Uh, we'll Not be back at you next numbers week. Now, now you have to do math. Exactly. <laughs> Fuck, I can't do math. Just to count. I can't do math. I was absent the day they taught math. Um, all right, we'll get out of here. Yep. Back at you next week with another episode. But until next week, I've been Michael. I've been Dean. And we shall see you later. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. This has been The CA. Thanks for listening. If you like what you heard, please drop by the iTunes store and give us a review and subscribe to get the latest episodes as soon as they release. Just a reminder, the views expressed on this broadcast are solely those of the hosts and are for entertainment purposes only. Never take advice from two guys expressing an opinion on a podcast. That's just silly. See you back here soon.